going to talk about men and women and physical labor and how things are kind of different between the two genders and how sometimes I get scared and when I watch YouTube and uh, whatever. That's what's coming up on the anti Book Podcast. So I'm watching some YouTube and it's making me think about things, um, basically women and kind of like their strength. So I'm going to say the names of the YouTube channels. It's not going to, it doesn't matter. I'm sure you never heard of them. It's not going to affect the story. But there's this YouTube channel that uh, me and my roommate have been watching a lot for, I don't know, maybe two years now. And his name is Andrew Camarada. And he's a pretty big star within his niche, niche, which is, you know, he drives like excavators and bulldozers and stuff like that. He built a castle out of shipping containers with, like, crenellations, even, if you know what I'm talking about. And his videos just show him doing stuff, and he doesn't talk about it, so it kind of has an air of mystery to it. And, like, every once in a while, you'll see a girl around, and he's, I mean, I don't know, I'm like 50, he's probably early 30s, so, you know, for me, he's super young. And then sometimes there'll be like a early 30s girl around and you're like, is that his sister? Is that his girlfriend? And he never talks about that stuff. So it just kind of leaves you in the dark, which, you know, makes it more titillating or tantalizing or makes you more curious. But anyways, lately there has been a girl who's been appearing in his videos and I, I'm, they never say anything. Once again, they never say anything, but it must be his girlfriend. You know, it's kind of like, is this guy gay? Anyways, he has a girlfriend with... A super short haircut and looks like a boy like for a long time I thought he was just hanging out with like a high school boy anyways it's his girlfriend and she wears like car hearts I mean she dresses like I don't know a high school boy anyway she just she must have decided she wanted to look like a high school boy because she does it perfectly and so she started a channel recently called Samantha Weber I guess that's her name and she's interesting because she is not like She's more balls to the wall than, like, all the women I've ever known and most of the men that I've known. She likes to jump, she likes to climb stuff and then jump down. So, like, if she's doing something with a bulldozer, she'll, like, jump, she'll, like, hop up onto the tracks and then hop up into the seat. And then when she's leaving the bulldozer, she'll, like, jump out of the whole thing all the way down. I don't know, she likes to jump. Which, you know, I guess in my own racism or something, that makes me think she's more like a high school boy. But anyways, like I say, I finally figured out she's not. But her latest video, it's Samantha and her boyfriend, Andrew. And they're putting together like a, I think a, Craig, a Craigslist gazebo. So it's just kind of a sheet metal gazebo thing that you put up wherever you want. And it just gives you a roof, you know, keep you out of the sun or the rain. And so it's not a strenuous job, although she is jumping around like a damn monkey. But anyways, it just made me think of this thing where sometimes I watch YouTube and I worry about the the women and the girls and what doing hard work does to their bodies. I worry about the men sometimes too. I worry about the men's backs, but not really anything else. Like there's a channel I really like, I think it's or just started liking, I think it's called Farm Life 101, I don't know, I forget what it's called, but this kind of older man cut down a giant, absolutely giant tree, and 
the chainsawing part is fine, but when he gets it into smaller chunks, I mean, they're like 50-pound rounds, I think you call, you know, like before you split it, it's called a round. You know, so he's got like these 50-pound rounds, 75-pound rounds, 100-pound rounds, and he's like bending over and picking up each one and putting it onto a thing so he can move it around with his tractor. And anyways, I just watch people doing manual labor and I worry about their backs. Well, for men. And so I'm not a woman. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it's like to be a woman, obviously. But just when I see women doing manual labor on YouTube, I just I worry about their bodies. And it makes me think of um, something I read when the Navy SEALs opened up their whatever, opened it up to uh, women being able to try out to get in the Navy SEALs. And there was a recent uh, death in the Navy SEALs. I think they call it Hell Week, although maybe it lasts more than a week. I think it's, I think it's probably a week. I don't know, Hell Week. I assume it lasts a week. And so the Navy SEALs, you know, maybe 10, for every 10 people that try and get into the Navy SEALs, you know, I don't know if one gets in or five get in, but anyways, more than half of the people fail and maybe way more than half. And I think Hell Week is part of the thing that kind of, um, you know, it's like, it's, a, it's like a weeder. I don't know if you ever heard of weeder classes. Like when I was in graduate school once, I took um, Computer Science 501, which is Artificial Intelligence 1. Like classes are, you know, a freshman in college does 100 classes, a sophomore in college does 200, you know, a senior does 400, and anyways, and then graduate school is 500. And then 501 is the first in that series. Actually, I think it was 531. Yeah, it was 531. But, like, that class, it was a big class. You know, everyone just, this is like 20 years ago, and a bunch of people heard, ooh, artificial intelligence. That sounds cool. And so a whole bunch of people signed up for 531, and, and computer science and electrical engineering were all part of one group. And so half the class was people just starting their graduate program of electrical engineering, and the other half was starting their graduate program of computer science. And anyways, that was a weeder class where they just, they make that class harder than every class after that. Like I kept doing computer or uh, artificial intelligence after that. And let me tell you, no class was ever ha literally half as hard. Like the amount of time, I think I spent like 70 hours a week on just that one class. And never again was there a class like that. But they do it on purpose to make people drop out. Like, you know, let's find out who are the most hardcore, really want to do computer science, or are they, you know, electrical engineer who's just kind of, I mean, electrical engineers are better than computer science people. But anyways, they're kind of just, uh, not sure, daylighting, lollygagging, whatever. They just, they weren't serious about it because they actually had other hard electrical engineering stuff that they had to go do also. And so I think every single electrical engineer in that class did not take the next artificial intelligence class. And half of the computer science people didn't. So, you know, it went from like 40 people down to 10 people after that, and whatever. That was that was my uh, emphasis, so I couldn't drop out. <laughs> I was like, well, that sucked. I was scared for the next class, and I found out it was like way easy. It was like, oh, 10 hours a week. Holy crap. And no, I never finished school. I never got my master's in anything. Never did anything with computer science. But anyways, Hell Week for the Navy SEALs is like their weeder. You know, it's called weeder, you know, like you weed the, you pull out the weeds and you throw them in the trash. It's a weeder or compost or something. You know, that makes me think about weeding. I don't know why, but women love weeding and men hate weeding. I'm going to go into this. You know, when I say, 
women love weeding. That just means, you know, maybe 75% of women love weeding. And when I say men hate weeding, I'm just going to guesstimate that that just means that 90% of men hate weeding, you know. So I'm just, whatever, I'm throwing, I'm fast and loose, baby. This is the Anti-Woke Podcast, fast and loose. But if I was in charge of my own garden, I would just get a bunch of Roundup or better yet, uh, R42D herbicide, and I would just spray all those effing weeds. And you wouldn't find me bending over and pulling out any plant by, you know, individually. I don't think I've ever, I've almost never pulled out an individual plant in my life, or at least in a garden. I have never, ever pulled out a single plant in a garden for weeding, except for once when I think I was a teenager and I was forced to do it. Anyways, men and women are different about that. And like, the, you know, when women do the weeding, it's not like, oh, the patriarchy is forcing them to do, to do the weeding. They like doing it. I don't know why. They like doing it. They get on their they get on their knees. Like, I don't like to get on my knees. It's whatever. It causes me pain. So first off, right there, getting on, if you're getting on, the, getting on your knees causes you pain, you're probably not going to want to get on your knees. And I'm not even talking about BJs. I guess if I had to give a BJ, I'd be like, all right, you have to get up on a ladder because I'm not getting on my knees. But anyways, Navy SEALs, Hell Week. I'm just going to make up the things. Basically, it's just pain. And I forget what it is. They get to sleep like two hours a day. So, you know, you go a whole week. There's maybe two hours a day. And you don't get to do two hours at a time. It's like, they're like, okay, you get 15 minutes of sleep now. And you get 15 minutes of sleep now or something. Something crazy. And basically what it is, is it, it causes you pain. I mean, that's the point of it. The point of Hell Week is to cause you pain. And then a lot of people don't, I mean, no one likes pain. But some people can withstand more pain than others. Some people are, you know, maybe their body is just amazing. Maybe they're just a giant, super muscular person who can go through the thing better. And it causes them less pain. So, you know, you know, mentally you go through the pain. Or maybe physically the pain doesn't hurt so bad or whatever. But Hell Week is just, you know, let's get people to drop out because they can't handle pain. And then the benefit of that, supposedly, and I think it's true is that once you get through that and they allow you to be a Navy SEAL, you know, you're bonded. You're like, hell yeah. You're like, you know, if you meet some other Navy SEAL, like, you know, maybe you're, you just graduated and you meet a Navy SEAL who graduated, who retired, you know, and they're, they're an old man. They're 55 years old. But, you know, you can just, you can be like, hell yeah, man. Remember that Hell Week shit? And the other guy be like, yeah, I remember Hell Week, right? You're instant friends, which is good for military stuff when it's like, okay, you're all friends. Now go kill the women and children that we want you to kill. And so I don't know if I mentioned this. There was a there was a Navy SEAL who died, I think, during Hell Week. Or maybe he's, you know, good, trying to be a Navy SEAL probably like a couple of months ago. Actually, I don't know. His family was suing the Navy a couple of months ago. It was in the news. And I think, you know, this guy, he was he was mentally willing to take all the pain. He was in amazing shape, but for whatever reason, he died. And I think how we, it's just a long list of like, you know, what are all the legal ways to cause someone pain? But I know some of them are, so first off is lack of sleep, for whatever reason that's legal. I mean, that really is a form of torture, or you know, they use that as a form of torture very commonly. Like if you can't electroshock someone, you're like, well, can we just, you know, keep them awake constantly? They're like, yeah, oh, well, sweet, we'll do that one, because people hate that. And then they'd make them do stuff. 
you know, like a lot of push-ups or carry around heavy logs, so just hard labor, which, you know, your muscles hurt, right? It's, 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 it causes pain if you, if you do, if you make your muscles do more than they can handle or whatever. I think it's lactic acid builds up in your muscles and it's painful. And then the other one I know, I, this is like kind of specific to Navy SEALs, but they, uh, they make you go in cold water. And the human body has a reaction to cold water, which is, you know, pain, you know, what is pain? Pain is evolution has built your body to send signals to your brain to tell you to stop doing that thing that you're doing. It's like, you know, if you put your hand on a burning stove, then your hand sends a signal to your brain, which says, don't do that. Pull your hand off of the burning stove. And so cold can also cause pain. And so they spend a lot of time in like freezing cold water, just chattering their teeth away and and it's very dangerous. And this is the point in the podcast where normally I'd say, I said all that just so I could say this one thing. But in fact, no, I just, I feel like I haven't been making enough podcasts. So that's the reason why I'm making this podcast. And I'm just going to ramble. But anyways, they let women into the tryouts for Navy SEALs. I'm not sure when, let's say five, five, ten years ago. And they didn't let a lot of men. Like, I'm going to make up these numbers, you know, but maybe there's a hundred or a thousand men every year who try out for the Navy SEALs and, you know, maybe 10 or a hundred of them get in. And so when they decided to let women in, I think, I think the year that I remember reading about was like, I think they let two women in just to try it out. And I think other army stuff, like maybe, uh, basic training, they have like different criteria for women, you know, like push-ups. I mean, women on average, have much lower upper body strength and can't do as many pull-ups and push-ups. I mean, not that I could do a goddamn one, but... Anyways, when they did the Navy SEAL thing, they just said, we're going to make the women do the same stuff as the men. And they knew that that was going to be a freaking nightmare for women, so they just chose two. And they chose, like, basically the two best women in the entire Navy, you know, who were willing to try out for it and were young enough. I think, like, one of the women, I can't remember what her rank was, but she was, like, you know, she was way, she wasn't a, a newbie. She was a captain or a colonel or whatever. She was way the hell up in the rankings. Like, you know, she knew how to fly jets. She was amazing at everything she'd ever done. She's the smartest. She's the best fighter pilot. She was the blah, blah, blah. And so they chose her. Like, well, you know, if any woman can, can do this, maybe she can. That was kind of how they chose the two women. And I can't remember if, I mean, the, both, neither one of the women made it through. And I can't remember if it was the same problem for both of them. But at least one of them, what caused them to have to quit, like, you know, their minds were just as good. They were just mentally as strong, or at least, you know, they were never, ever going to quit, no matter the amount of pain and blah, 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 as the men, the men who would succeed. But uh, one or both of them, the reason why they had to drop out was stress fractures. And so that basically means broken bones, but it's not like the normal way where you like, I don't know, you, you know, you, you bend your leg in half and the bone sticks out the flesh. That's not a stress fracture. It's more of a kind of a, I want to say a mild broken bone. Anyways, it's just a different kind. And I don't know if this, this part I'm just making up, but I think maybe it's what I read. But basically like one of the things that they, that you had to do to be a Navy, Navy SEAL was wear a backpack that weighed you know a 70 pounds or something an incredibly heavy heavy backpack and then you had to run 20 miles or something and the answer was you know every time that all that weight on your back pushed your 
spine and your pelvis and into your femurs and into your whatever's below your femurs. It just, it was too much for the women's bones. And so they got these little stress fractures, just little breaks throughout their bones. I'm not sure which bones. And I can't remember which bones it was, but I think it was the bones that are in between your knees and your ankle. Or maybe it was in their arms and it was in between their elbow and their wrist. But either way, you get a bunch of little fine cracks going through your bones and you are kicked out of the Navy SEAL thing where you might become a Navy SEAL and now you can't become one. And I don't know if the Navy SEALs have like changed their criteria so that women can succeed or whatever. I mean, I think that's kind of horseshit. You know, I'm anti-woke, but I'm not uh, whatever. I think if a woman could be a good Navy SEAL, then she should be allowed to be a good Navy SEAL. And you shouldn't be judging people basically on the size of their bones. I mean, I imagine, you know, most Navy SEALs are you know, six foot two and 220 and they work out all the time and they take, you know, who knows what, they probably take steroids and whatnot. And while that does make the Navy SEALs all look really cool when you kind of line them up and they salute, it's not, I don't think that necessarily gets you the absolute highest quality individual. I mean, I don't know what they do, but I think brains are important. But I think, I think, I don't know if it's just because I heard that story. I think it is just because I heard that story. And ever since I heard that story, that might be longer than 10 years ago. Okay, everything I've been saying is completely off the cuff and don't quote me on anything, but I'm going to look this up. Okay, so the Navy SEALs became a possibility for women in 2015. And in 2021, a woman finally passed. And that may be the only woman Navy SEAL. And so I guess from 2015 on, ever since I read about that thing, I just worry about women doing hard labor. Not going into labor, although I think we'll talk about that too, but doing hard labor. And it's just like, you know, it's no fault of anyone if their bones are smaller because they don't, you know, they're not hopped up on tons of testosterone throughout their pubescent life that makes your bones grow thick and dense. But anyways, it would just suck to wear, you know, I mean, just basically, I worry about those women when they're old. That's going to cause all, you know, if you, if you, if you work crazy hard, you work your body crazy hard. I mean, men, men do it all the time. You know, you end up old and you got arthritis and you got aches and pains and a bad back and a bad this and a bad that. But basically it happens to women a lot quicker because their bodies are smaller and their bones are lighter, etc. Ligaments, cartilage. So anyways, I just watch YouTube and sometimes there's women doing hard work and I worry about them and let me tell you, there's there's almost zero women on YouTube. I, YouTube is full of women. YouTube is full of women and men and the number of women doing hard work that make me worry about them <laughs> is infinitesimal. There's barely any of them who want to do that. But the rare one that does it, I worry about them. And so that makes me think of the channel that... Uh, the channel is, it's not the same as it used to be, but I was watching it for a little while, a year or two ago, and it's called 9 to 5 to Life. And it's spelled like, you know, letter, or, yeah, number 9, number 2, number 5, number 2, so 9 to 5 to Life. I think that's what it's called. I think they might have changed their name. But these people must be Christians because it's like a man and his wife and then four daughters 
and they moved to the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, which is just basically, you know, you may as, be, may as well be in, like, super deep snow in Canada. That's how it is there. And they were off-grid. I used to watch a lot of off-grid channels, so that was kind of how I stumbled, or that's probably how YouTube suggested it to me. And so this family is just living in the middle of frickin' nowhere. I mean, literally, you know, five miles or something to the nearest person or place where you could make a phone call if something was dangerous. I mean, I really worried about these little girls. And the ages of the girls are probably like 7 to 13, four of them. And my favorite video on the channel was they had to dig holes for concrete posts to get past the frost line, I mean, I mean, who even cares? This is just stuff you have to do in a place that gets so frozen in the winter. And so the dad gave each girl a hole to dig. And I think the older girls kind of had to, I don't know, they would like hang over the side and dig. I don't know if they're using like little hand trowels or something. But like the youngest girl... She just jumped in the hole, and you know the hole was big enough for her to fit in it. And she just she just jumped in the hole and was digging it. And then obviously she couldn't get back out. But I mean, whatever. the The whole family is there. It was a sunny day. It wasn't the winter, and so the dad just like you know picked her up by one wrist and pulled her right out. But anyways, that's how big the holes were. The hole was just about the right size for like a seven year old kid. And watching that video, I mean, it's a good video. And I enjoyed it, but it just, I felt uncomfortable the whole time, because I'm like, if you make a seven-year-old dig a hole that is big enough for the seven-year-old to go into and then keep digging, um, I just worry about the stress that that does to the bones and the ligaments and the tendons and the cartilage. All right, normally I don't have the internet around me, but I have it. So actually, the name of the channel is 9to5to to Life Off Grid, and... That's not right. It's 9 to 5 to life. I don't I think they changed their name. Anyways, the name of the video is We Dug Our Footings by Hand. Simple remote off-grid cabin build. I think I'm going to watch that video again. It, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, just, you know, getting a 7-year-old to dig a hole as big as a 7-year-old. Whatever. I guess, like I say, I'll just keep talking. So I used to watch that channel, and then I stopped because they went and bought a normal house. Instead of living in a cabin that was like it was a hunting cabin that was the the roof was leaking like they were all I mean they're all freezing the road to get into the cabin would you know get covered in snow and slush and, and then like the ruts would get like two feet deep and they had to have like this giant jacked up jeep it was the only thing they could get in and out so the guy had a job the dad had a job and he would go to the job with the only vehicle that could get in and out and then the mom and the daughters would be left in the middle of effing nowhere with no cell service. I mean, it's, you know, you want to watch like, you want to watch a bunch of young girls and a mom risk their lives. That's kind of how that channel was. And then they're not completely stupid. After that winter, they went and bought a house that was like near a town. But so back to generalities. Like when I was a kid... I think most of my, almost all of my life, you know, until the internet and I looked it up or something, I think people believed that women could handle pain more than men. And the reason why they thought that was because childbirth is known to be a very painful thing. But the answer is, men handle pain way better than women. You know, it's just, whatever, it's not fair. 
that one that one certain pain that really sucks childbirth it only falls on women it's not because you know it's not like oh the mom and the dad's like who can handle pain better and the dad's like oh i can't handle pain so why don't you do it mom it's just you know obviously the mom has to do it and like i worked for years as an electrician and very very few women in that field it's all you know there's it was more than 90% men. It was probably 97% men or something. Any of the places I worked at. And you'd have to do stuff, you know, kind of like the Navy SEALs. You know, you'd have, to, you'd have to pull on wire that comes off a spool that's, like, taller than you. You just have to imagine. Anyways, like, it's just the hardest thing in the world. Like, no matter how hard you pull, you're not doing it hard enough. So you have to do it absolutely as hard as you possibly can that's still not enough so you got to keep doing it harder and you can't stop until the job is done i remember doing that once and like i've never puked from being um too tired out but anyways pulling wire off a spool once i got real dizzy and real nauseous and my coworkers like looked at my face and were like you need to stop go sit down and i almost puked and then, like, you know, a lot of times you'll, you'll, just, you'll spend a lot of time in an awkward position. Or, you know, or maybe you'll be kneeling on sharp gravel. It's like, all right, this job, the only, thing, only way to do it is you got to kneel. You don't, have, you don't have your knee pads today, but it still needs to be done. So you got to kneel on sharp gravel, and you got to do it for hours. I mean, it gets very, very painful. And anyways, women are like, I don't want to be an electrician. I'm going to go get pregnant and raise a family. Because I, I met a manly electrician who will keep doing the job and pay for us. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.